Okay, for those of you listening to the audio podcast, we also release the show with video visuals on YouTube. So if you like some pretty pictures to go along with our pretty voices, search for Digital Suffering Podcast on YouTube to find us. Hello, and welcome to episode 21 of the Digital Suffering Podcast, the podcast where we suffer so you don't have to. I'm your host, Stephen Something. And I'm the other guy, Phantom Lin. Okay, uh, today we've, uh, we're covering the very special launch of... <laughs> very special, yeah. It, all kinds of special. It's a game that you've been waiting your whole life for. Oh yeah, my life is now complete. I'm going to kill myself after seeing this. Oh, don't do that, you'll become a necro. Then <sighs> we, do, we, don't, we don't want that sort of thing. Um, the game, of course, is Death Stranding. So, tell me how much you like this game. Um, minus 100%. Um, <laughs> if I had to give it a rating. Um, yeah, I think this is the kind of game that um, I would have to be paid to play. Um, and so that's not going to happen once <laughs> Wait, Sony, don't hear the rest of the podcast. Just send us some review copies and then stop, stop listening. <laughs> so it was released. <sighs> Excuse me. It was released worldwide, uh, I think worldwide, on PlayStation um, yesterday would have been the 8th of November. Yes, that's correct. Right. So, and there's like a 2020 release for PC where no doubt we'll get 60 frames per second and uh, there'll be slightly less juddering when the camera pans and things like that, Um, which is fine. I mean, the game runs fine for the most part it runs it looks very good i haven't i haven't seen like horrible horrible things there's you know there's jerky bits and there's some sequences that we're currently watching which are awful um <laughs> <laughs> as i'm actually saying there's, there seems to be a lot of uh geometry on screen though um yeah the, i i have a bigger complaint where it's not performance it's actual how actually how it looks um and it's like a collage of layers so they've got whereas obviously games are layered we've we've spoken about this before with witcher where you'll have a composite of you know probably tens of layers to make up what you see from your perspective yeah right and this has a hell of a lot less than something like the witcher um, but it still seems to suffer from this thing. I mean, the draw distance on this is quite impressive uh, from what I've seen, but there's there's a, a composite that doesn't come to quite together with the landscape. So the, the ground is a thing. You're a thing. There are lots of rocks in this game, and then you get things like streams and rivers and whatnot. Uh, and trees, none of them look like they actually belong together. They're not integrated. No, there is very much like if you look at a forest scene, you would not. Im- it would be trouble for you to imagine that part of a forest scene without a tree in a place where a tree would be, because the roots are, yeah, yeah. you know, melding into the ground, and it's cohesively one thing. They're just sticks stuck into the ground. It's it's almost that bad. Yeah, like the, <laughs> you can almost see the rocks floating over the surface of the ground on this. And then you yourself, as you spelunk across this ashen wasteland, look like you're barely treading so you, ground. It's like the, the models don't interact with the, uh, the yeah, surfaces. Yeah, it's just horribly put together. And then, like, 
people who play games are visual people, as you know, most of them are anyway. Yeah. Some of them are other other kinds of people. Um, <laughs> Use but, rude words. <laughs> but it's like when you've seen something good, you you can always tell what's bad. Yeah. And this is the composite of this. A lot of this is hideous. I mean, don't even get me started on the mechanics, which we'll get into. We, I will get you started on the mechanics. Like, but like, there's a lot that is visually very unimpressive about this game, and considering that they've been gassing about this for I don't even know how many years, like three years, and um, the, even the facial rendering is just okay. I don't think it's. I think it's quite good because I mean it's. You can render people and have them look like not like the person they're supposed to look like. And yeah, but that no no no, that's fine. He looks like Norman Reedus. Yeah. Right? And all the other cast look like themselves. I'd say they've been a little bit kind on the uh Yemi del Toro's features. But anyway. <laughs> um <laughs> a lot of smoothing. Yeah, exactly. But um the thing is that it the their facial expressions are like forced. It's like if you, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen this, like when you pass an electrical pulse through something and it, it changes the way it is. It like clenches up or releases. Yeah, I've been trying to electrocuting people, but I know, <laughs> I know exactly what you're referring you, to. You know what I'm talking about, right? And the expressions are very much like that. Everyone is tense 100% it's, it's of the like time. It's like their face is flaccid, and then when the when the expression is supposed to happen, it suddenly appears. It's not <laughs> like a gradual, natural thing. It's like a it goes from bland face to... So facial animation animation transitions are not... They're hideous. There's no, there's no transitions. No, it's, it's, it's almost like watching King of Fighters. There's no transitions. <laughs> or Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Does Mortal Kombat have facial animation? I don't no, know. no, they have no transitions between moves. It's okay. like... Oh, yeah, it's you, like... Uh, you uh, jump in frames. the air and throw a kick, and it's just like you've gone from jumping animation to jumping animation with a leg sticking out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, angry like face on, angry face You can draw things between, so it doesn't look like a pile of shit. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of that. I mean, graphically, you know, graphical fidelity is very detailed. I don't understand why they would like cut corners on animation or getting things right. I mean, the atmospheric effects in the game are very good. Like there's uh, low lying uh, fog, ground fog. Yeah. There's there's fog in the yeah, air. Yeah, like like with the good draw distance, they've also incorporated layers of fog where it sort of tapers off mm. instead of just falling off completely. Yeah, just a solid wall. Yeah. And then things are painted in as you walk in. It's not like that, um, which would be hideous. And the lighting is generally good, except when it's not and it bugs out and it looks like a flaccid mess when you get like frame drops. Um, also, I think this backpack thing, the bigger it is, the more frame drops you get. Um, because it has to, each one is rendered with like like four million polygons. Well, there's a lot. It does look like there's quite a lot of animation of how the backpack moves. Well, they got they got like multiple surfaces and little curves and reflective yeah. lighting and stuff. Yeah, the, the, like several cores of the PSU must be de- dedicated, or the the, S, uh, the CPU rather must be dedicated to rendering just the backpack alone. And, and then, <laughs> and then um, oh, nice the mechanics um, 
side of things. Um, the backpack obviously becomes uh, cumbersome because you're carrying, like we've seen people carrying 245 kilos of backpack. Um, and it's like, it becomes cumbersome and when you're running or walking over the terrain because it's uneven and you have to press like right bumper, left bumper in order to steady yourself. Yeah, okay. Um, which is weird. It's a weird mechanic. So they have a they have a balance mechanic when you become very encumbered. I mean, even slightly encumbered. Oh. Not even not even like so pushing your weight limit. You would have to like from that point on be concentrating all the time so you don't. If you're running and it's it's terrainy, yes. But um, and also like this is the fact. This factors into the other mechanic where is if you damage the goods. Yeah. Um, which is. 90% of this game is you are a UPS delivery man. Or FedEx. We or, don't discriminate. Or DPD. <laughs> <laughs> well, not that. Not DPD. <laughs> is that too low rent, is it? <laughs> um, yeah, it's like... That is 90% of the game. Like, you're, you're going across the terrain, you take a package, and then you find a bunch of other packages along the way, and you're supposed to get them to a destination. And it's like, What? Just packages lying around randomly waiting to be delivered. There is, yeah. Like, How would you know who to it, deliver them to? It, it's so weird. It's like it, called, it's, it just says lost cargo, uh, medical supply of <laughs> of whatever, you know, tryptophan or I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then you pick it up and sling it on your back and take it to the next thing. I hope the people who receive it pay, pay for this because you're, otherwise you're providing a valuable service for free. But therein lies the problem they're like this is this is the this is where it intersects with like metal gear solid for me like metal gear solid 5 yeah and i just we've spoke, i think i've spoken about this before where um the whole point of the game you've got all these weapons all these like tactical things at your disposal yeah but the only thing you're going to use is your dart gun to gown people and then send them to mothership yeah. in order for them to become your peons and create stuff for you so you can airdrop it into the game later on yeah right this is that moment in the game where you're like why would i pick up trash cargo that's lying around between my destination and my focus point because what do i get out of it without (laughs) what do i get out of it you get resource out of it yeah, but then are you not going to pick and choose the parts that you pick up once you realise what you're actually getting out of these packages? Some of these things are like thirty kilos, forty kilos, and then some of them are like five kilos. But you, so there's going to be a level where people are just going to go. This is never going to be useful. I don't need any more of X. Yeah, and I, there's no there's no money. There's no um, reason for you to carry an excess of something that you won't benefit from. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? One, one thing that you mentioned uh, pre-show was called we were discussing this that you can um, obviously if you can you pick up too much you become encumbered and you can't think. There are post boxes in yes. inverted commas uh, where you can leave stuff they're not so much post boxes because no one else is going to pick them up. It's like a locker. It's like a locker. But the thing is if you're like well I'm storing stuff here and then you proceed hundreds of miles across America, and write, oh shit, I need to go back and get that stuff I left in that post box like 20 hours ago. 
do you have to like drive all the way across the country, pick up the stuff, and then come back? Uh, because that seems yeah, because a, a weird thing. Because then you're just storing stuff forever I for watched, the next person to find. Yeah, I, I watched a mission um, where it it's like he went the length of one state, <laughs> um, and then got to his destination, dropped off the package, had this miniature story dump, which is what you get in this game. It's like yeah. you complete the the package run, you uh, get the person to sign for it. And then there's a story dump, and then uh, you do it again. But he had to go back in the same direction he had come. Oh, my goodness. So it was like, I'm sorry, your progress in this part of the game is actually negative, because all you've done is get a story dump, and you have to go back. Eventually, you will have to go forward again, because (laughs) the whole point of this story is you are traversing from, I think, uh, right to left across what is now known as uh, the United Cities of America um, in order to find and save your sister from this known slash unknown (laughs) opposing force to the Bridges Company, which is owned and run by pretty much your family. Maybe, well, that's it then. You're you're president of the Bridges Corporation. Well, you're not. You're you're spelunked. You're you're the brother of. You're Sam, the spelunker, who doesn't want to get involved with his now dead mother, who is, was president, and his sister, who will succeed her via hologram once he saves her from the unknown forces that contain her. But But allow her to use a hologram unit in order to speak to them and divulge information about her captors. Don't what? They have other employees for this company that would help you. Because I'm, I'm sure if you like a group of you, but you could like take them on and make it a whole lot easier. <laughs> I, I, I think... I think Squad-based death stranding. I mean, <laughs> by, by, Jesus. By, by no... By no uh, to come off the mechanics of the game, which I still have many things to talk about, um, to, to kind of go off track a little bit here, I think the problem is that uh, Hideo Kojima is like David Lynch. He has an idea... Um, and he expresses the idea as best he possibly can. The only problem is that everyone else is left thinking, what? <laughs> what, what? What did I just witness? What did I just play? What did I just see? This is all bollocks. He's a visionary. He's not a visionary. He really isn't. <laughs> no part of him is. I mean, this, like, going back to the mechanics and why he's not a visionary is that uh, Konomi with when on the project of um, Metal Gear Solid Five created their Fox engine, which I think was already in other previous games. But anyway, mm. it, it, it is what it is yeah. for Metal Gear Solid Five, right? Now, I was convinced watching uh, Death Pooping that... Um, it was the same engine, like convinced. Yeah. And I've read up on it and it's not, and it's something called Decima or Decima or whatever you want to call it, pronounce it. Um, that's the engine for this game. Yeah. But I literally, apart from some of the weather effects and updated particle things, I really can't see a difference between two engines. It's okay. just like he's re- had the team recreate it. Yeah. 
from memory recreates this even even down to things like uh i mean like other aspects within the engine itself like the animation of the character are almost entirely the same it could be just solid snake mocapped it's like a reskin yeah like the way he runs the way he moves the sort of weird idle jerk when you <laughs> when you change position it's all it's all the same. Okay. Um, and I don't think you can base a game on being a delivery man. Well, yes, you can, because we've got one. Kevin Costner tried to base a film on it, and that didn't work. It was a great film. No, wait. <laughs> I, I recall almost nothing about The Postman at all. I've never watched it. I've watched it, but just like... I recall nothing. And it's like, I think it's like three hours long as well. It, so it is, it is goddamn long. It, it's one of those, it's one of those things that, that you're invested big time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these days I'm invested if it's a two hour film, but three hours you're invested. Yeah. You've invested in not taking toilet breaks. Invested in shedding brain cells. I, I, I I'm, I'm, there's another aspect to this, which bamboozles me to hell which is the social aspect of this game social aspects yes you say that incredulously like what the f are you talking about a post-apocalyptic wasteland where you control a delivery man has <laughs> social aspects yes yes it okay does. tell tell me how this how the heck you can fit in a, a social it's like other delivery men it's like, it's like yelp Sort of thing you say. Oh, uh, I rate this delivery box. It's like, like they, it's like they got, nine out of ten. It's like they got a focus group in. in, and they said, "I'd love it if I'd be able to uh, rate this like I can in Dark Souls." Um, so there are like as you're spelunking through the, the terrain here. Yeah. Right. You use things like ropes and ladders in order to traverse higher mm. and bigger gaps and. You can you basically pre-plot your route, so it basically gives you a line. I keep saying basically, it gives you a um, a sort of guide, so you don't fall off track and keep yeah, having yeah, yeah. to go back to the map, right? So people can rate your route, people can rate your ladder drops, people can rate your <laughs> so, so rope you, drops. You submit this to a thing, and people like say look at it and they go, yeah, well. It's kind of an 8.5. It literally has a rating on everything. Everything you come up to has a little rating with a thumbs up. And how many people... Yeah, oh yeah. I, I, just, I, just, oh I just saw one that was 22,000. I mean, yesterday it was quite low. It was in the 70s. And obviously the game was just released yesterday. But and I'm sure people, tens of thousands Can, of people have probably wasted their money and jumped on this game. Hence what I'm currently seeing now, which is... Um, Literally thousands of thumbs up sort of ratings on, you know. Can you rate the enemies? I'm going to say 10 out of 10 would totally kill again. <laughs> well, having only seen one gun and not being, not seen it being used only in the inventory of the player, um, no. Uh, and the only enemies that I've seen are non combatable. Mm. Um, including a sequence that um, I showed you where it was a normal encounter with 
the BTs, yeah, whatever that stands for. Uh, what does that stand for? I will look it up. You you keep you keep talking because uh, the BBs are the Bridges Babies, which are <laughs> meant to be the early warning, the system defense, like your little flapping light on your shoulder. The BBs help you find the BTs um, to defend against these said BB BTs, which are phantom-like uh, dead people. Um, who have crossed over and now malevolent towards living people. Um, and then you have people who have dooms, um, plural. Um, oh, beached thing. They are wow. Things, they are things that become stranded on Earth wow. following the death stranding. Wow. No wonder he calls them BTs because beach thing is... It, wow. It's, it, it is kind of a weird terminology no it's it's like everything else that kojima touches is garbage and antagonistic towards living and seeks to devour them wow uh thank you acronyms for saving my <laughs> mouth for saying that garbage holy shit uh gazers hunters catches uh, do you know what somebody how somebody um described this game God. It imposes itself upon you. <laughs> well, it sort of sits in your lap and drapes itself over you and goes, hey there. <laughs> I don't think in a seductive way. I think in a 300-pound baby sitting on you two, saying, two, feed me. 249 kilos. Yeah. Also, within this whole rating system and this whole thing, uh, it kind of leaves a thought in my mind when I saw a bit of this it was like, because I saw somebody rated and, what was it, I used the the direction, like he followed the same route as somebody else who yeah. was playing, right? Yeah. So it came up on screen, another player has rated and followed your route. Okay. Right? So, okay. So let's say, let's fast forward a month, right? Okay. And you play this. Um, online as intended well not online but the the world is online with its connect online connectivity yes yeah as intended and all you have is every river has been bridged over every uh surpassable mountain has been laddered or roped so you may climb <laughs> the, over. the landscape covered in objects yeah exactly right that and, would have the rendering would and, be horrible um, a multitude of uh, waypoints from one location to another on every single uh, mission so therein there is no discovery there is no reason not to use those there is no reason I wonder if you can turn it off then well I'm assuming if you play without online then that's the, possibly the only way mm. because it's like Dark Souls has a similar thing where by you can put a message on the ground yeah 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 and it you know it but you're limited by what you can say. Okay. By phraseology. Um, that, and, you know, if you're not playing online, obviously they don't appear. And they're very part of the world. They're not intrusive in that. Yeah, respect. yeah, yeah. But if... Here you have actual objects that make your travels easier. Yes, yeah. They will impact quite a lot. From the first guy who plays to the... 10,000th guy who plays this game, the, the journey is going to be utterly different. Yeah. If these things persist, 
which I imagine that is the intention, but it's a small, it's a, it's like a very short vision if this is what he's intended by making these social aspects available. I mean, I get it, but it also breaks it is, the game. It, it is a weird thing that, you know, like I said, I mean, if you bunch of people got together and just like bridged over a river, it what? just, yeah, you know, you, you, you like, the minute you like fall into like ravine, you get stuck and then you have to like ride along the river till you can find an exit point and it's just, you know, a long tunnel of bridges. Yeah. I mean, there are, in these mission bits where he's dumping cargo and yeah, getting things, upgrading things slightly, um, he's speaking to people via holograms. I've just noticed this particular one has a handcuff on her. Yeah. So she, she must uh, have the dooms. The dooms. Um, infection. Uh, but this is the cruddiest hologram yet. And the hologram that her sister's, his sister, sorry, is made up of, and Guillermo del Toro's character is made up of when he streams himself to your location from the main bridge's base, um, is seamlessly the same as what you look like yeah that, that's one thing a lot of these holograms they like they look like low-res models from a different game like one of fallout 4 or something they don't their light their lighting is weird that the, the, they just look like they don't belong it, it's just the weirdest thing why not and, take, it's, and it's intentionally cruddy as well but they it could it, have done better it just it's just such a weird thing it's like why not have the actual model and then just like apply like graphical filters to it to to make it more um, hologrammy. Instead, it looks like we're just gonna like steal low poly models from a competitor's game, like and put them in our one. It just it just it just really baffling, um, baffling, baffling. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's that's my money because I mean, for me, in terms of graphical fidelity, for the most part, you know, it looks okay. It it looks you know, great. I mean, the the leaps and bounds that games have come through over the the years, um, is just it it continues to astonish really, and then you know it always it it just means that when you do get the the lower the lower um. The games where you know people have like plastic faces, uh, Dragon Age, for example. You know, it, it's you know it, it's the thing, and you see it's, it just doesn't animate well, and it's not lit properly. And it's like they become jarring, and you say like other think, other companies can do. Do you think so much better? Well, I mean, it, you can. I mean, we've lived with it for like so many years; it doesn't matter. But the fact is that when another company does better, and then you can say, well, this a massive studio with you know, 50, 100, you know, employees working on, on this game. It took them three years to turn out. And yet, the you know, this side of it's neglected, especially for, like, the RPGs, like Dragon Age and stuff, where a lot of it is talking, mm. and you have face-to-face interactions, and you're just looking at, like... Breath of Fire, right? You know, yeah. It's just, like, rubbery mannequin people. I, 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 I do agree on, in part, with that. Yeah. But it's like, even with the even with the sort of best representations of uh, people, features, whatever you know, even if they're humanoid or not, um, you tend to look past it after 
Yeah. The first couple of hours. It's fine. Where you're noticing details and things like that. After a couple of hours, you're just like... And obviously, generally, if you've got the game, you want to play it anyway. So it's not going like, to put you off. But the thing is, it's well, This still... game's going to put people off. <laughs> Listen, right, 22,000 people have rated a particular a bridge, thing. Yeah. So it's, it's, selling, it's selling in its 22,000s. Yeah, and both people I've seen play this, who have been playing this for more than an hour that I've been watching, yeah. um, have both nearly lost their mental state... <laughs> through some of the mechanics in the game and some of the story bits where they're like, I literally don't understand. Well, we, we've been watching people playing and we literally don't understand either. And I, <laughs> I can't, like, I called it what I've just called it, like, you're a UPS delivery man. Yeah. I said that, um, when was it? It was either July or when E3 happened, or it was previous to that, mm. when another... That's right, we watched uh, a dump, trailer. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah, another yeah. dump of footage that we'd seen that was pre-E3. And it literally came out of one of the streamers' mouths that I was watching footage from uh, yesterday. He was like, well, basically, you're a UPS delivery man. But it's not like... And the game doesn't even try to hide it. It... Doesn't really, but this is not like he denied, you know, Kojima denied it or said anything else contrary. Did he? He just. I don't. I don't listen to Kojima because he's full of shit. <laughs> um, like everything he, there's always um, there's always a sour, not even sour. It's like a bitter horribleness that goes with everything that is his. Like you can see a glimmer of uh, great things in the Metal Gear Solid games because that's basically all he's ever done. Yeah, um, and you can see glimmers of like really positive, like leaps forward in just little things, and then it's marred by it has to drag around the detritus that he attaches to it. I mean, in the first ten minutes of this game, where it was dumping story like that didn't mean anything on you. Like you could barely go... It, it has to explain, because, you know... Yeah, it really didn't, though. Like, the first <laughs> ten minutes of this game doesn't explain anything, right? And then on top of it, it said his name no less than four times on screen. But in case you forget who made the game... Yeah, but I don't... It doesn't matter. I'm not here for him. He needs to get over himself. But you are. I'm you, really not. You are. This, this isn't... He has built an altar... So that you may worship upon. Wow. <laughs> you, you yeah. may... His altar is also marred by the fact that he has uh, heavily been influenced and put things in his game which are product placements. And that's that, to me, is... In the future, all energy drinks will... It's fine. I'm going to beat that out. It's like... <laughs> it's like in Demolition Man, where all... Or restaurants become Taco ta- Bell or a Pizza Hut, depending on if you're in Japan. Um, oh, another peeing sequence. Okay, that's weird. Um, in, in the future, they're all beep, energy drink. You know, he needs energy. He does a lot of running. He runs across America on a motorcycle and sometimes a car. What the heck? Uh, just it's uh, peeing again. Holy moly! Oh wait, he's doing, he's the, doing the second. The game is, the is is lambasting itself as well because it 
it's constantly like on the the shower door. There's an, an advert for the actor who plays the main character. I was trying to wrap my head around right. it. I was like, it, Norman. It said Norman Reedus, and I was my brain went, what? It introduces the characters. At the in the beginning of the game with their real names of the people who played them, which is like a weird because in a movie and Kojima wants to be a director so bad in a movie. <laughs> He's such but the thing is, in a movie, obviously they have the character name come up because you don't know the character, so it come up Sam or Sam Bridges or whatever. Sam Bridges, Porter Bridges, thing whatever. It would come up with his name, but they would never attach the, the actor's name to it. No, because that makes no sense. No, makes no sense. Hear that, Kojima. You're making a sense. Send us a free review copy. Um, yeah, but PC, because we don't own PlayStations. Yeah. Actually, send us a review PlayStations. That um, it just, it's just a weird disconnect. It's like, yeah, check it out. We got some famous people in our game. and Again, that just sickens me. There, do you know how many actors there are, like good actors there are, that aren't movie actors? Like stage actors or theatrical, act- yeah, 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 actual yeah. actual people who've made a living being in games. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, Voice actors and stuff, mocap people. Probably more people than currently work in mainstream films. Well, the thing is, what they need to do is get themselves into a Kojima game, and then they will get the recognition they deserve. But you know how this came about, don't you? Um, how Norman Reedus came about to be this character? There was the BT, uh, the PT. Silent Hills thing, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was co co created with with Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro, yeah, yeah. Guillermo del Toro, which is why he's in this as well. It's like they uh, they made contact and then couldn't but see uh, a venture. As a side note, the thing is, they had the, the concept. Why not just make a game? Because the, the thing is, PT it, it was based in the Silent Hills universe, but it wasn't, it wasn't Silent Hills. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't the thing. You could just make it. It's just Silent Hill. Yeah, but 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 you know they could make it a game in its own right. You know you what you know a horror game. Yeah, no one would have cared. And the people who liked Konami don't own the rights to horror. And the people who liked, you know, that particular demo, of which there was mixed reaction to, right? Then they would have happily bought the game on the back of it being. What was promised in that demo? Yeah, no, people they sold people sold PlayStations because the demo was no longer available. So that people, other, you know, people wanted to buy yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, so it's like this. This was a, that was a guaranteed moneymaker, and you know they could have Norman Reedus be like shirtless and stuff. It's fine. Pee, pee on things. I'm, I'm sure they would have worked that into the game. Um, but it's like. Instead, we get a weird sci-fi. Like this this feels like a culmination of things in in Kojima's head that have come together as one project, as opposed to you know three projects, and it's come together as one. It's like ideas that he didn't use on Metal Gear Solid, <laughs> mixed with ideas that he didn't use on X game that never happens, mixed in with his. His, uh, you know, formative years when he was putting himself through school being a UPS delivery man. <laughs> like, what? Well, you, can never, you can't say that he doesn't blaze his own trail. Yeah, I can. 
But it's it's like a it's like a thing when you get like James Gunn and nobody was familiar with his work because it wasn't so mainstream as you know Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, yeah. is right. So and then he directed it and everyone was like, who the hell is this guy? And then they were like, okay, it's great that he directed this because yeah. he's awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, it's like Kojima's done one thing five times. And, and he's awesome. Man. And Metal Gear Solid 1 was a good game for the time. If you go back to that, yeah. I guarantee it will not be fun. Right. Two was a movie where you pressed X a lot. Three was pretty much the same. Four was a joke. And then five was you Collect- play it our way or don't play it at all. It's like human Pokemon simulator. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it might as well be. I mean, I know there's people out there probably going to go, oh my God, five was amazing, best game ever. But really wasn't. Also, Kojima and his names. Do you know what this character's name with the mask who's dressed up like a butler, incidentally? Masked butler. Die hard man. <laughs> <laughs> I thank you. You're making that up. I'm really not. You're die, making it up. Die hyphen hard man. What? Okay, I'm gonna have to look this up. <laughs> you genuinely don't believe me. I, I, I think for the sake uh, of die hard. What? Die hard man. <laughs> What? Did you, like, edit this wiki, this wiki while I was not paying attention? Well, uh, Die Hard Man is the current commander of bridges. <laughs> it's... Why is he dressed like a butler? But does he have a skull mask on? Yeah. I suppose it's like... Uh, Maybe he's the leader of those of the, 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 skulls. So we may mention that the sister, anyway. Uh, sometime after Amelie uh, is captured by Homo Demons. Oh, yeah, the Homo Demons. Uh, Homo Demons. That was uh, the name of the opposing force to Bridges. Yeah, yeah. Uh, connect all cities to the Chiral Network and bring her back to capital, not city. There's going to be so many memes about this game. It's <laughs> unreal. Maybe he's doing it just for the memes. It's like, what kind of craziness... Memes could- aren't worth it. What Just kind of, saying. What kind of craziness? Oh, you're going to lose the rest of our uh, yeah, audience. Yeah, memes program. aren't worth it, people. Uh, as text on his forehead that reads BR10 14P 999 Ludens. Well, that is just... I... Um, it's just the cherry on the cake of this whole mess. Homo Demians... Demons, die hard man. Die hard man. I mean, these names don't come Maybe from anywhere. <laughs> they, they, they come from the warped mind that is. I'm not going to say his name again throughout the rest of this because we've not said his name enough. <laughs> he who shall not be named. Anyway, um, will you be purchasing a copy of um, uh, Death Stranding? It's the problem is, is that it looks. From from just a pure gameplay perspective, it looks incredibly time consuming, given the amount of you know terrain you have to navigate. Um, I assume there's no like fast travel. Yeah, you you want to you need to get to a point that would take away the actual thing of the game. Yeah, yeah, no, but that's it. So you need to get to somewhere. You have to go there, and I don't have time to travel across America. Well, the thing is. 
I, I would definitely watch a like playthrough where someone sp- speed ran it <laughs> in like a reasonable amount of time. Find first bike at station. Fix first bike. It it would be like drive bike but it, across. Even speed running this thing would be a nightmare because, because you 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 physically have to cross distance. That just takes time. This yeah. Well, I, and you have to go through those story dumps cutscenes, which are hideous, hideously scripted, hideously hideous. Can you imagine practicing for speed running this? Oh, oh I didn't reset. optimize my run. Reset. reset. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm 14 hours in, and I didn't get optimize that one jump. Right, I'm going to reset. That cost uh, me world records. <laughs> Yeah. Where was oh this ladder wasn't here before world record has changed flipping it because social <laughs> you'd be like the thing is yeah if you do multiple runs you just pave uh, yeah. pave your path yeah yeah exactly the thing. that's what you need to do do it offline otherwise don't count yeah yeah offline world record um that'd be that would be insane. no it, it's like I mean the story there are the, there are bits in there that you know I'm I'm always a sucker for story. And this this oh weird, God, this you know, is not story. Well, I mean, have you have you actually like read or watched a video of which there are hundreds on YouTube of what the story is of the Metal Gear Solid series? I I've seen a few. I've not. I've seen a few there, but I've not actually watched them. Don't. But don't. Have it's, I, a, it's a waste of time. It's an absolute waste of time because they don't explain it thoroughly enough. No, because the story is shit. <laughs> because it's obviously the ramblings of an insane person. I know it's that all of this clones that, that and people becoming other people and stuff, and it becomes like how you how do you write a story in in story writing like across the universe? You create a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yeah, you, and you get to those points with the story. Does he invoke time travel? No, he just goes back in time and then... Retcons things. Yes. What? Not even retcon. He just fudges them in. Just <laughs> We'll just fudge this in. Like, yeah, that happened allegedly in the game that I made previously, this game, which was actually set in the future, so the game that you're going to end up playing at the end of this series. But I'm just going to fudge it in. It's just ridiculous. It's the most poorly written thing ever. And I can only imagine that he's taken his masterclass of story writing to this piece of shit. Well, I'm Which, sure. Actually, from what I've seen, it is as bad, but in one game. Death Stranding two and three will probably. I'm waiting for Death Stranding uh, director's cut, <laughs> <laughs> which I can I can almost feel it, it coming has on extra, the horizon. It's like double the length. It's it's gonna have even more impossibly stupid story moments, and like it it is. I watched somebody play the ending of it was like the final two boss. Uh, things of um, this was on a stream years ago yeah. when Metal Gear Solid Five was uh, still being played by people, and um, he was playing the end part of the game, and I was watching it, and he was in, he was thoroughly enjoying the game for you know the fun aspect of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, games are fun, yeah, and and then he got literally to the very last two sequences, and it was monologuing the the sort of overlord bad guy was monologuing for more than 10 minutes and he because he has to cram in the rest of the story exactly he literally (laughs) went he the the streamer literally lost his rag was furious and went this is the stupidest 
thing I've seen. This is just a story was, dump was this his first... to, to tie up everything. Was this his first Metal Gear game? No, I think he played his way through the Metal Gear games to get to five. He should be. He should have. If he didn't know what he was expecting, he should never have got. He should never have started. Like all the Metal Gear, I've thought about doing that. And then I've looked into like, I, and you realise that you would die of old age before completing. two, three, and four, and they're garbage. I mean, gameplay wise, they're garbage. Story wise, they are garbage. It's just unreal. Unreal. So what you're saying is that they're garbage. Ah <laughs> oh, dear, yeah. Well, we just play one and five then. Get the get this beginning. In- it's five. Five isn't the last. It's chronologically five isn't the last one, is it? No. It's like if you if four is it if Patriots? You wanna, if, same if you, with the Patriots. If you so. want to look at it, one might be the the last one. <laughs> okay, then that's I, weird. I, I don't. I don't know. I. I. I don't want to know. Like, because I know Snake Eaters like uh, one of the earliest ones but it's not even that it's not even the earliest one is it uh, let's not get into this <laughs> we ain't got the time and I ain't got the inclination <laughs> anyway um, um, yeah director's cut of uh, Death Stranding uh, hopefully never to come out I'll play that version um, <laughs> this, this is where one day you like fight, you, you, go, you open the door and you, on, on your map is a hand assigned by he who shall not be named copy of the director's cut on PC yeah and there's a post note attached saying you have no choice well I do have a choice because I'll just set fire to it where it currently no listen right you said you said on on record you're not allowed and don't trim it out yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't edit that bit out of the the podcast this is going to go what is he talking about (laughs) don't edit it anyway and you will have to play it and you will the director's cut will answer all the questions you have. Uh, the question, my only question is, why would somebody make this? And it will answer that question. It can't. The, the Unless story, it's going to unmake it. The story, you, you will weep tears of joy do you know, having watched do, the story. Do you know what angers me? There's a lot of money that went into this. Whose money? Sony's money? M- money and time. <laughs> well, and, it's not your money and, and time. And both the commodities that are valued in our societies. And this... Being the product of that, that lots of money and time, mm-hmm. it offends me that this is the uh, the shite that was produced. I've seen games that are worse than this. Okay, they're worse than this, but did they take as long and did they cost as much? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listen, making a masterpiece like this is not easy. It takes time, it takes money. I find that um, most of your statement there was incorrect. What do you mean? It was my statement was perfectly correct. Press X to climb. <laughs> anyway, I'm done. I'm out. Press F to uh, pay respects. Okay, uh, that was your podcast. As you can tell, we love the game. Uh, I'm getting cut off. See you later. That was the Digital Suffering podcast. If you'd like to suffer some more, you can find other episodes on Red Circle, Spotify, Google Podcast. Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Radio Public, and SoundCloud. Please like and subscribe everywhere.